How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Wednesday, November the 3rd. Hello, my friends. Hope you're doing well. And we got lots to talk about today. Let's jump into it. First thing we got to talk about is Activision Blizzard, because they reported on their quarter three financials, but with that came a lot of different stuff to talk about. Uh, I think the specifics of their financials isn't very important. Needless to say, they're making a lot of money. King is continuing to dominate with Candy Crush. Activision has tons of monthly active players with Call of Duty. And Blizzard is doing the worst of them all, as usual. No, the really interesting stuff to come out of this was actually the stories surrounding, because as you might remember, Activision Blizzard is currently involved in a number of legal battles around sexual harassment and discrimination and workplace misconduct. And one of the things that was announced today was that the co-leader of Blizzard, Jen O'Neill, is going to be departing the company. So she was in charge of Blizzard alongside Mike Yabara once J. Allen Brack was sent away. And she had a very meaningful career. She worked at Activision Blizzard for 20 years. She was the former lead of Vicarious Visions, who are now going to be dissolved. And in her departure letter, she pretty much says, hey, after everything that's been going on with this company, I really wanted to be somebody who could make change in the industry. And so now I'm leaving because I think I can do it most effectively elsewhere. She actually got the company to make a $1 million grant to the Women in Games International organization. She's a board member there. And I want to read from you a tweet from another female leader at Blizzard. This is from Amy Dunham, quote, For a brief period in 2020, there were three women in leadership of game dev teams at Blizzard, at or above director roles. And all three of us were the first women to ever serve in our specific roles, and we were also the most senior women in the company for our respective disciplines. All of us left this year. And then speaking to the company, she says, quote, Before you make commitments to recruit more women, usually at entry level where people have less choice to turn down opportunities, figure out and fix why all of your senior women choose to leave. End quote. Some very powerful stuff there. And shows that, you know, this isn't something that can just be fixed in a year or two, because the guys at the top are saying that they promise they will, right? Now, the other big news item to come out of this is that they also announced that both Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 have been delayed. Now, neither of those games had a release date, but they basically said they wanted to have them out next year, 2022, and that's not going to be possible anymore. Which also isn't surprising. The Overwatch game director left Blizzard after 19 years. The Diablo game director left after the sexual harassment lawsuits. Overwatch executive producer left the company recently. Like, no wonder they can't get a game out. Anyway, I gotta move on to other stuff here, but lots happening. Niantic have announced that they are going to be shutting down Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which was the kind of Pokemon Go-like mobile game. It will remain playable until the end of January. And just in case you're wondering why, this is why. According to Sensor Tower, uh, Harry Potter brought in about $40 million in revenue lifetime, 4-0. And Pokemon Go has brought in about 5 billion. So they're looking for the next Pokemon Go. <laughs> and speaking of which, they also recently launched Pikmin Bloom. Uh, pretty recently. And it's a little different than Pokemon Go. And I I'm going to guess that their expectations are a little lower. But it looks interesting. Speaking of mobile games, Netflix have just announced that they are going to be launching worldwide the games section of the Netflix mobile app. Currently only available on Android. So there's going to be five mobile games available. Two of them are Stranger Things themed. I don't know, maybe check it out. It's pretty interesting. 
Okay, you might remember a while ago, Marvel's Avengers was going to introduce some microtransactions to the game. That is, non-cosmetic or pay-to-win microtransactions. After long promising that they were never going to do so. And I think the general assumption was just that, you know, the executives at Square Enix or Crystal Dynamics just were trying to milk as much as they could out of a failed game. But it turns out they listened to the people. And they are U-turning on that decision. No more paid microtransactions on non-cosmetic items. So I guess that's some good news. I don't know, they're really struggling with that game, aren't they? We'll see if they're able to mount some kind of comeback, but I don't know, I'm skeptical. But hey folks, that is about all the time that we have today. Thank you so much for tuning in, greatly appreciated. I will be back with the news tomorrow, as always. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Man, so much stuff coming out of Activision Blizzard today. And the tweet that I brought up, I think in particular, was very interesting to me. Three women in leadership at Blizzard. First time women have ever had that position. Nobody higher than them were women. And all of them left. That is that is really something, isn't it? It's so incredible to me when I when I hear about these things and I'm like, man, video games are supposed to be the dream job, you know? Like, imagine you grow up your whole life playing video games, loving video games, playing Blizzard games, which were the best, and then you get hired by the company, and then all this crap happens. You know, you're fi- you're leading vicarious visions for 20 years, and then you lead Blizzard, you get the top job, and then, no, it's not your dream job anymore, because they suck. Oh, that's just the worst. And it's incredible how they let that happen, or or how they made that happen. I don't know, I I guess it's just hard to have Hard to understand it as somebody who would never create a situation like that. Toxic masculinity is so foreign to me. Of course, I say that very ignorantly, you know, as somebody who has never really been in a leadership position. But I would very much like to think that I would not do that. And I would be very consciously trying not to do that. Like, just straight up. I don't know, they, they often describe these workplaces as bro culture, right? And a lot of that comes from not really ever growing up from high school. And when I was in high school, yeah, there was bro culture, because there is in every high school. But I was never a part of that, you know? I never understood it. You know, I, I was not a part of the bros. I don't know. I th- I always think about this because I'm like, Shelby and I have always dreamed of opening a, book- a bookstore, right? And literally every time I think about that, and I think about hiring employees, I just think about how easy it is to treat them right. <laughs> Straight up. And in my opinion, if I cannot afford to pay somebody more than minimum wage and, you know, give them actual time off during the year. And I don't know, you know, the silly stuff like how you work a retail job and you're not allowed to sit down ever, even if you're not doing anything like that's ridiculous. That's so stupid. So then all these companies are losing their employees all the time when they could just let them sit down and they're not going to lose their employees. It's so obvious. Just pay people. (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, It's... I'm telling you, if we actually open our bookstore and we actually hire people, we're going to be the best freaking employers. And I understand it's very different, like opening a bookstore and then also operating a conglomerate and a public company. But it's also like, you know, come on. I'm so glad that they're getting these lawsuits and they're actually going to have to deal with this stuff. I hope Blizzard in 10 years looks drastically different and is flourishing because they did the right things. I hope that the nostalgia that people have for Blizzard is going to be able to be renewed in the future. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Anyway, folks, I am out of time. Thanks for being here. Farewell.